0: Welcome everyone to coaching the session. My name is Michael Redden, and I'll be your mindset coach today and today we're going to be talking about your new mindset and if you've been along with me past these 101 episodes then you already know every episode is getting us a little bit closer to a different mindset our mindset just because I have a different view or a different way of doing things it doesn't necessarily mean that what you want to do is going to be a different path. Because just because we walk together doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have the same outcome. When you walk your path on the journey of a new mindset, you're going to have different viewpoints. And those viewpoints are not wrong. They're going to be yours. How you view a situation, an outcome, your journey is going to be dependent on your environment when you were growing up, your beliefs growing up, everything that made you that's going to calculate into your mindset. One stop doesn't fit sometimes, right? So that's why I'm against cookie cutter programs where they say, all right, you can just join this program and we're going to get you going. Now, as a teacher, when I had to do my lesson plans, I would always want to make sure my lesson plans were going to be catered to the class. Now, of course, I'm following the curriculum. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But sometimes you have a class that is not going to do good with a certain activity, Right. And that activity can't be done with that class. And it's not that that class isn't capable, it's just the way that they're learning right now. And eventually we can get to that activity, but it takes some type of prerequisite uh, structure or teaching or I guess expectations that have to be there before. And once you understand all of the things that compound teaching and the human mind and learning, then we can start to begin on getting a new mindset. So let's dive into that. If you're new to the channel, of course, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share this video. Now, looking at a new mindset, we have to understand that the new mindset we have doesn't necessarily mean it has to be someone else's. It's the same thing when it comes to our opinion. We had a blog, we had a podcast on belief versus opinion. We have to understand that my belief and my opinions are mine. If I see the world as positive and optimistic, That's me. Now, of course, if you can see the world in a more positive light, you're going to make more headway. If you see it in a negative way, it doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to make progress in life. It's just going to be different, right? And I always tell people well, if you're thinking more in a pessimistic type of way, well, let's try to shift it a little bit more positive. I'm not saying not to be pessimistic. What I'm saying is let's change it where we know for certain we don't need that pessimism. So we try to change our mindset, and then once we are able to, then we can see the results from that change. Many people don't want to make any changes to their mindset, so they just keep on going with their current life, and they're upset that they don't have certain things in their life, or things are not going their way, it's because they're not making the change. And I'm not going to sit here and say that getting a new mindset is easy. It was a huge challenge for me, because I didn't have a mentor, I didn't have a coach to help me along the way. I made so many mistakes that if I had someone right by my side saying, hey, don't do that, I would be in a better position than I am today. And I'm not saying that I'm not in a great position. It's just that those mistakes were a learning lesson for me. Those were my wisdom, right? Knowledge versus wisdom. Those mistakes that I made, I learned. But sometimes you don't have to make mistakes. Sometimes you can just have someone sit there and say, hey, buddy, don't do that. That does not make any sense. Hey, you know, this person is no good for you. you. You need to move away from them. I don't think you should be doing this right now because your purpose is this. And it sounds so simple. You know your purpose. You know your gift. You know what you like. But why are you not doing it? And many people just get confused in their day. Many people just run through life and they say, okay, well, this is what I have to do. These are my goals. But they forget to live. So getting this new mindset is just a bundle of things, and we're going to start from ground zero on this podcast, and we're going to keep going up, and it might be a two-part series, we'll see, but I don't want to make it too long because it is a lot of information. Starting off with a new mindset, the first thing you're going to want to do is to empty your mind, okay? How do you empty your mind, right? You can do mindfulness, meditation, reading, however you do it, right? There's going to be methods on that. And of course, get coaching with me, revenueconcepts.com. We can go through that process of emptying your mind. There is a shortfire way to do it. It does take some time if you journal. Okay. So if you're journaling and you're just emptying your mind every single day, and you might write three months before your mind is completely empty and that's fine. It was a journey for me. I can't tell you how many pages of notebook I use Just writing down my thoughts in my mind so I can empty my mind. And the idea of emptying our mind is to take out the trash. And the trash in our mind is going to be the things that don't serve us. For example, limiting beliefs. My whole company is geared at limiting beliefs. If you know anything about the company, I started it because there are so many teachers, so many students, so many adults going through life thinking that there's going to be limits in their life, that success is somehow limited and that they won't reach great heights. So they accept what they get. They accept the lowest energy tasks and those low energy tasks don't bring about abundance in life. So we have to start to not look at those low energy tasks as something as we need to keep doing these low energy tasks because they're not gonna bring us anywhere far and beneficial especially the places that we want to be, right? Most people want a large amount of money. They want happiness, whether it be in their career or in their relationship. They want a good life. And right now, especially right now, uh, there's just so much uncertainty where people are not even sure about tomorrow, whether it be about their own well-being or the world well-being. And it's difficult to adjust the mindset when your mind is so negative and bogged down take out the trash, empty your mind. And the moment you can do that, you start to not worry about what you can't control, but you start to worry about what you can control. And that's the whole thing about creating a new mindset. We worry about what we can do, not what we can't do. Every morning, I make a to-do list if I don't do it the night before. And on that to-do list, I'm looking at the things that I need to accomplish that day, whether it's recording a podcast, whether it's writing a book or blog, there's going to be some things that have to be done. Now, of course, I have daily and I have weekly to-do list. I don't do monthly to-do list necessarily because it's just too long of a span for me where I need to get it done this month. And now I'm just waiting a whole 30 days, 31 days to get this task done. So I give myself seven days, right? Seven days is a sufficient amount of time to get anything done. Now, of course, sometimes there's going to be paperwork that needs to go through, be filed. You might be busy one week with meetings and coaching calls and there's just so much to it, right? There's so much to it more than just, okay, I have a to-do list. I'm going to make sure I get it done today. I'm going to make sure I get it done this week. When I start to focus on what I can do and rather what I can't do, I become more active, more productive, more energetic. And that's all great things for a new mindset. Because if you have more energy, that means you can do more things. Because we have the same 24 hours that Bill Gates has, that Elon Musk has, that Joe Rogan has. We have those same 24 hours. How do we use them? And we also have to not be afraid to start. Many people are so worried about the outcome, the end goal, and they don't even focus on what they can do right now. Appreciate the journey. And the path that you're going to be taking, if you're not already on it, is going to be, we don't know where the end is going to be, right? We don't know in five years where we're going to end up. Are we going to be in a better place or are we going to be in a worse place? Now, of course, we would like to be in a better place, but that doesn't necessarily mean we will be. Along the way, we make adjustments. So if you're traveling and you're climbing up a mountain peak, for example, and there's a passage that's blocked, what do you do? Well, do you turn around and say, well, you know, the passage is blocked. I can't go any further. Or do you say, I'm going to find a new way up or I'm going to clear this passageway. Now, of course, we might not have the tools to clear a passageway, but we do have the tools to think outside the box and find an alternative route. Now, I'm not saying that our mindset needs to have alternative ways of thinking, but it is helpful. The first step, again, taking out the trash is going to be important for you to start to see what you're able to accomplish. Then we start to go into now that our mind is empty, let's fill it with wonderful things, right? So think of it as you move into a new home. Now we are in a new home, so we basically have an empty home. No furniture, no sofa, no refrigerator. There's nothing in the home. There's just an empty slate, an empty canvas, a blank canvas. Now we get to decide where we put things. we want an area rug? Do we want a lamp? Do we want to have a painting? What color painting, right? There's so many different things we can do when it comes to having a new space, especially an empty space. So now that we have this empty space, we can be thorough in what we put into that space. So instead of having toxic friends come over and live in our new space, we're going to say, I'm going to have positive friends. I'm going to have people who are lifting me up, people who care about me, people who don't take from me without giving also. There's so many different things that we can look at, right? Now, you might say, I'm going to start to do this new activity when I'm in my new home. Maybe it's yoga, maybe it's cooking, because now you have a nice big kitchen, and before you had a little kitchenette. There's so many different things, right? However you view this new space, understand that the things you decorate and the people that you allow in that space And that is what your mindset is going to be comprised of until the next time you make a mindset shift. So you are picky when you are choosing your people, choosing your decorations. You can make sure you have only the good things, the things that you need. No extra weight, no extra baggage, just the essentials. And when it comes to a new mindset, that's what we have to start to worry about or work on. The new essentials, the only the essentials. We only need the essentials. And many people have so many different things. You have drawers of crap that you probably have never used in years and they just sit there, right? That's like the mind. Just like those drawers that you never open, you don't open your mind and you don't declutter your home every single year or every single month or every single week or every single day. And that's why we have to take out the trash in step one. And then there is a process now, because once the trash is out, then we get to decorate. But then once we move into a new home, what starts to happen? We start to hoard. We start to accumulate things that don't serve us, things that we don't need anymore. And on the off chance, well, maybe we need it, but that maybe is not going to be a certainty. It's just going to be, well, just in case. And of course, we should be ready for just in case. But when we're ready for just in case all the time and we worry about just in case all the time, we take away from the moment. We take away from the present. We take away from the journey. And that leads to our third step, which is going to be dealing with our destination. So we have an idea of where we want to be. Are we worried about that destination or are we more inclined to saying, well, I understand where I need to be. I'm going to enjoy the ride. Now, think of it, as if you go in your car, you put in your GPS, whether Google, Waze, whatever GPS you use. And now that you're in this GPS factor, you just have to say, okay, I'm here and I need to get there. Do you pay attention along the way besides changing the radio station? Most people don't. Most people say, okay, I know my destination. I'm going to be 30 minutes away from my destination and I'm going to be on the right road to my destination, right? If anything pops up like a traffic stoppage or you know, a car accident, it pops up on the GPS, so we don't have to worry about much. Of course, we pay attention to driving so we don't get in a car crash. But during that drive, what happens for example when you get to a red stoplight? Now you're not making movement, right? Because you're not even making any progress. You're literally waiting for the green light. You're waiting to keep on moving. Now, during that red light, many people do this. They sit in their car, they look at the red light and they wait and they wait and they wait and they wait until the green light. Now, I'm not saying to ignore that red light because then you're going to be one of those people who are at a green light, not moving and everyone behind them is beeping the horn and upset. But that's besides the point. What we're looking at is just how we view our journey. That 30 minutes in our day, were we doing something productive besides just commuting? Now, during that 30 minutes, we can listen to a podcast, we can maybe be on a phone call if it's not too distraction, especially if you, have, if you have a hand-free option where you don't have to take your hands off the wheel, you could still focus. There's going to be things that you can do in that 30 minutes. You can live life. It is challenging, though, to look and appreciate when you are in the car and you're driving, right? Because you have to pay attention to the road. And that's going to be the most important part of driving, right? Pay attention. But there's going to be things that you can do that's semi-multitasking, whether it be listening to audio. That's why there's radios and cars. And then you can, of course, listen to podcasts like this. Or you can have a phone call, something meaningful with someone, whether it be a spouse, a family member, and you can have a meaningful conversation in that 30 minutes. Because our world right now, our society, many people grow up, they want to be adults, especially young children, teenagers, they want to be adults. And when they're finally adults, they forget about mom and dad. And while mom and dad sacrificed for these kids 18 years, now these kids don't see mom and dad as mom and dad. They're like, well, you know, they might be grandma and grandpa eventually. But right now I'm worried about me. I'm worried about my life. And that's where many people end up. They worry about their life and they don't necessarily worry about, well, what about mom and dad, right? What about grandma, grandpa, those family members that are getting older? Because while we're growing up, they're getting old. And before we know it, it's going to be regret. And that leads to our next step or our next point. What are we going to focus on so we don't have regrets? Because that new mindset shouldn't be one that is going to be leading to regret. So we're on our journey, right? We empty the trash. We decorate the home we are going to start to live more meaningfully even though we know our destination. We pay attention and we do things during that journey to that destination that are going to be meaningful because life is not so much about the destination, but it is about the journey. We are not going to regret taking a journey and then getting to a destination that we don't like. We might regret the destination, but we won't regret the journey. The journey makes you. It creates you. It helps you build. And that is where the wisdom comes in, the knowledge that you might have to attain or learn comes in from the journey. And of course, the destination can play a factor in that too. But the destination is just a small fraction. It it doesn't necessarily matter. So when I have people and they come in and they say, Mike, I want to do this. And I say, "Okay, sure, we can do that. That's not a problem. We have a destination. We have a goal because we have to have some point that we work on. And we're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. But in the background, I don't tell them that I'm giving them another goal because I'm placing goals behind their goal. And it's not so much that I know what they want, but I do ask them and I just do it subconsciously. And I just ask, what is your dream life? What do you want to do? And then I say, let's do step one. And now they're so worried about step one and the goal that I'm worried about everything in between and everything after. And of course, I mean, that's what coaching is. You should have a coach that wants you to be in a better place. And they're going to stop you from doing anything that's going to deter you from reaching that goal. And most people who get coaching, they're not going to make a regret, right? Oh, I regret getting coaching. Most people are going to regret not getting coaching earlier. And even myself, I mean, I could have wasted three, four years of my life just trying to figure this all out. And now what I'm doing is I'm helping people. I'm, I'm creating an opportunity for people to get quality coaching at an affordable price. I, mean, I understand inflation and budgeting is tight right now, but you have to understand we can be in a better position now if we do the right things rather than just holding on to the sand and the sand just seeping out of our hands or trying to hold on to water and the water is just running out of our hand. There's a different way to do it. And we have to use our resources to invest in ourselves. Same thing with the mindset. When we empty out that space in our mind and we want to create a healthy environment for our thinking and our thoughts, guess what happens? We have to invest in that. You think the sofa was free? You think the decorations you put on the wall were free? Now, of course, you might have got them donated, right? And that's good for you. But there's going to be some costs that are going to be associated with your home. So that investment of making sure your home is the best home for you is similar to how making your mind is going to be the best mind for you. Is my mind going to help me get to the places that I want it to get me to? Sometimes many people don't even think that far into the future. Some people just say, well, I'm worried about today. I'm worried about surviving today. I'm worried about surviving this week or this month. And you might be on that survival mode at that moment, but you don't have to stay there. If we stay there, we're just going to stay in that negativity. We're going to stay with that old type of mindset. We're going to stay with our old self. When we have an opportunity to elevate ourselves, we when we have an opportunity to be a better person, I would rather have that in my life or have that in your life with a couple months of coaching because we put you on the right path and we make sure you stay in the right path. And it sounds like Okay, well, I can do it myself. And yes, you are 100% right. You can do it yourself. But I will tell you something about people. People are their own worst enemy. If you don't know how to control your mind, guess what happens? The moment you have some type of challenge or difficulty in your life, your mind is going to shut down, especially if you have more negative and positive in life, especially if you're a pessimistic type of person, you're going to have more troubles in life. And to have someone help you and make it clear for you and saying, hey, let's keep moving. And I understand that when you're moving, it's an effort, right? It's a journey. It's a process. We might want to get to that destination very quickly. And it's just something that we learn from you know, being children and teenagers. When we're children, we say we want to be an adult. I want to be 16 so I can drive. I want to be 21 so I can drink. I want to be 65 so I can retire, whatever it be right? We put an age on something. We put a contingency, but the new mindset that we create shouldn't have contingencies. It shouldn't have limits and it should be focused on us. It should be focused on our dreams, our ambitions, and what is next in our life. There is a process and you just have to decide if you want to go through that process. And then one of the most important things in that process is making sure you stay committed and consistent, Because many people start the process because they think they want a new mindset. They think they want a new life. But the moment they start working, guess what happens? Their subconscious mind comes in and says, hey, buddy, you're expending too much energy and I don't like this. So we're going to just bring it back a little bit. Let's go back into our comfort zone where everything is nice. Because right now, when you are having the most difficult times, that's fair. Especially during the coaching process when you're just uncertain and you don't know what's next and there's just a lot of questions. That's fine. That is the fair zone. Once we get past that fair zone, then we see the possibility zone. In that possibility zone, then we can start to be more decisive in how we operate our actions for each day, each week, and if you wanted to, each month. Because that new mindset should lead you to your best and most desired life. And if you haven't found that, then of course, you should be looking for some type of coach, some person to help you along the way, whether it just be listening to the podcast, going to the website, revenueconcepts.com, reading a blog, staying up to date with the motivational videos. All of these tools and resources that I provide to you at no cost are going to help you stay on the right path. And the way I do the podcast, especially with the blogs, is we hit different aspects, but just because you read a blog, just because you listen to a podcast doesn't necessarily mean that your life is just going to magically be better. We have to put in the groundwork. We have to move all that crap that's in our mind out and then start to replace it with things that are going to be beneficial and positive in our life. So if you are struggling on that aspect, of course, head over to ReverendConcepts.com, sign up for a consultation, or you can just go in straight in and sign up for some coaching. Regardless of what you choose, the path that you're on should be something that you're optimistic about, something that you're hopeful for, that you're looking forward to. And if it's not that, then you need to start to think, should I change my path? Should I change my mindset? If the answer is yes, then get to work because time is ticking away and we don't want to waste any more time. My name is Michael Wirad. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, you can email me, session at gmail.com. I will see everyone next week for Coaching and Session. Until then, everyone take care.